No one likes to lose, but mistakes, failure, sometimes it's simply inevitable. But you can't sit and wallow. You have to take the L. And by that, I mean lesson. Get ready to learn how from some truly great women. Welcome to the Pass the Mic Podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration from badass female leaders across the country, united through audio to let their voices shine. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, Director of B2B Content and Digital Marketing at SXM Media. Today, we're talking about working through losses and challenges to come back even stronger. Let's kick things off by getting in the right frame of mind with co-founder and CEO of Luna Magic, Mabel Frias. We've definitely had had challenges that, you know, the good news about challenges is I see them as lessons and opportunities. I don't think whether you decide to do your own business or go climb a corporate ladder, you will always be met with some level of learning opportunity or, you know, you wish things could be a certain kind of way. So I don't think I see things as, as like, oh, my God, woe is me. I see things of what am I meant to learn here? There's almost always a lesson there, some way you can improve or some way you can turn things around. Ty Wiggins, financial educator and founder of Debt Down Assets Up, took an embarrassing situation and turned it into inspiration for her future. I was one of the many people who never had a personal finance class in college. My parents did their best with money, but didn't necessarily teach me what to do. And I find if you're not taught what to do actively, you may make mistakes and kind of figure things out. I think the the turning point for me and what made me want to get into this is my husband and I just got married. We moved into our first apartment together kind of thing. Fancy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I wasn't, I'm the money manager in the house. We weren't managing the money well. And there was a big orange notice on the door. It was a scare tactic, but I was like, holy crap, I'm so embarrassed, this can't be a thing. So I started looking into personal finance. I started doing more research and kind of bringing those ideas home. And then I got into a financial coaching firm where I was able to help people. And that was really impactful because they were on the journey and I was a little bit ahead of them so Mm -hmm. they could kind of see the path that I was clearing for them. Um, During 2020, you know, the height of the pandemic, I was laid off from that organization and we were in the midst of house hunting and I had to kind of reset and everything like that. And then I started working at a mortgage company and I learned everything I needed to learn. I had fallen in love with real estate already, but part of me believed that that wasn't going to be my life. Like we live in New York, everything's so expensive. And me being able to close on a home, knowing where I'd come from financially um, and everything I'd learned, I'm like, I can teach this to other people. So I launched, like I said, two years ago, and it's just been a blessing to be able to help people and to talk about this and to demystify um, an industry that is very opaque on purpose. When things go wrong, And let's be real, they will at some point. You have to focus on what you can control. That's a lesson Samantha Jacobson, Chief Strategy Officer at the Trade Desk, learned on the job. One small anecdote that comes to mind is about 10 years ago, I was working at a smaller size tech company and we had a meeting invite on the calendar with one of our partner organizations. And I was preparing what was going to be a really difficult conversation to have with the partner. And so I typed up a bunch of notes internally, kind of laying out exactly what our perspective was. And unintentionally, I appended those notes to the calendar invite, which also included the partner. And I know, you know, a lot of people have had that moment of, oh my gosh, what did I just do? And so I immediately reached out to my boss at the time to let her know about my error. 
And she went into problem solve mode. So we reached out to the CTO as well as the head of IT to figure out if there was any way to unsend it. And unfortunately, there wasn't. And I, of course, took full responsibility. I mean, I went so far as to offer to resign. I felt so terrible about what had happened. And her response was, it's okay. Let's see how Thursday goes. And that's something that I will carry with me forever because it was a moment in time where I'd made an honest mistake and I felt horrible about it, but her reaction was so helpful. You know, at at the point, I think if I had been in her shoes, I probably would have piled on saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that. Or what were you thinking? But she reacted so rationally and focused on what can we do to fix it? And outside of that, it's out of our control. And at the time, adding on wouldn't have made any sort of positive difference. It would have only made me feel worse, but she gave me so much grace in that moment. And so that's something that I really try to carry forward with me when I'm interacting with folks in different situations to really focus on what can I control or what can they control and how can I make sure that it's a positive teaching moment, but to not pile on unnecessarily, because to me, those are the real learning opportunities when we think about how we can improve going forward. I know exactly how Samantha felt in that moment. That pit in your stomach feeling is the absolute worst. But let's see how Thursday goes is a great mantra to live by. Take a deep breath and keep it moving. Just like Lukisha Paul, head of diversity, equity, and inclusion US at Group M. When faced with an obstacle, find a creative workaround. If you tell yourself this is just a matter for a creative workaround, then you're telling yourself it's not a no or it can happen. I just need to find another solution. I've learned that from day one when I told you about the opposition to roll out required unconscious biases. It was really difficult for me at first. I thought all I heard was a no, a no, a no. And I was like, this has to be the starting point. Where else can you start to get people to recognize what the impact of their behavior is? And I just didn't know how to get around that. And then I just had to tell myself, figure it out. I want this to happen. This is going to happen. It may not happen this way, but I'm going to try to figure out another solution that it can come to pass. So I just keep in my mind creative workarounds. That's so much more positive than just complete no. Turn lemons into lemonade, or in this case, failure into opportunity. Leslie Miller, U.S. lead for Dove and Dove Men Plus Care at Unilever, shares how to pivot quick. You have to believe in fail fast, pivot quick. And if we're open to talk about failures and reframing them as learning opportunities, we have a much bigger narrative as women and as business leaders. If you can look back on moments where you knew you weren't your best and figure out, was it because I was having a bad day? Was it because I had life stuff happening that got in the way? Was it because I didn't have the right mentor, the right coach? I didn't have the right knowledge. Figure out why. And once you figure out why, it prepares you so much better for the next time. But that doesn't always mean you move on and ignore the mistake entirely. Some, like Jenna Berg, the VP of Brand Marketing for Motel 6 and Studio 6 at G6 Hospitality, take the opportunity to test, learn, and evolve. You know, fail better is really the the thing that I always try to live by. You're not going to get everything perfect. And especially when it comes to marketing, the, the world of advertising is changing so quickly that there's always new tactics out there and You know, we always try to carve off a portion of the budget for throw it against the wall and see what sticks. (laughs) Podcast advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> right? Because what you don't know or learn, you know, you're not going to learn until you try things. And we always have a test and learn and evolving mindset when it comes to advertising and making sure that, you know, we're testing audiences, we're testing creative, we're testing medium to make sure that we have the most efficient mix for us and that we are truly driving the best results for all the campaigns that we choose to run. No matter how you handle failure, the most important thing to do is to do something. Letting fear of failure immobilize you just isn't an option. Take it from Mindy Kaplan, VP of Innovation at MediaMint. I think the biggest thing I can recommend to anyone is just getting out of your comfort zone. And that's where I think all the magic is. And if you have a foundation, whether it's a corporate background or you come from the startup world, if you have skills that will translate, then to me, the the what if, not the failure, but the what if I had done it and it worked was worse than like, what if I try it? It doesn't work, but I can never get that time back if I just stay in my comfort zone. They always say there's no rainbow without rain. And for Halataha, the creator of the Young and Profiting podcast, there's no success without some learning from our mistakes. One of the biggest things that I've learned in my career so far is that failure is actually opportunity in disguise. So I failed so many times in my life, but every time I failed, I've actually come back stronger. And the biggest successes of my life have come on the heels of failure because I just create my own path instead of waiting for a gatekeeper to tell me yes and open a door for me. You can't win them all. No one does. It's how you handle the loss. That's what's important. And the next time you hear the phrase, take the L, make that L all about the lesson. I'm Jocelyn Hudak, and this has been the Pass the Mic podcast. We'll be back soon for season two, and we'll continue to unite women through audio and let their voices shine.